Brian Powell of I Run Far here with Jim Walmsley before the 2019 Western States 100. How are you, Jim? Doing good. Good to see you again. Likewise. You are back here at the Western States start to race for the fourth time. Yeah. Does it feel like old habit now? Yeah, it kind of seems like a year of repetition. Of I find myself getting back into the swing of things in summer. It goes Western States and then Silverton and... Uh, now I think we're tacking on Europe trips after that, so uh, yeah, yeah, it's fun. It's it's cool to get back into this part of the routine of racing. Yeah, yeah. And do you, it's, with so many years now behind you, coming here, do you kind of have the routine of packing up and planning and driving and all that? Yeah, I think this year is probably the most packing and pre like nutrition and planning I've done of just knocking it out before I even leave. Mm -hmm. um, but then. It's just another year at Western States and another different scenario with weather and snow conditions and everything. So it's, uh, uh, yeah, there's always something changing to it. Well, let's jump right into that. Like, it's going to be a really cool year on the Western States scale. And there's yeah. some snow. In chatting with you after your 50-mile world record, you were like, I'm just going to go out and win it and, like, just run a conservative race. That's easier said than done. Well, uh, yes. Yeah. And now are you chomping at the bit with... <laughs> such fast conditions i don't know for a while it was saying like real like low 80s now it's more in the mid 80s seeing low 80s makes you go like oh man <laughs> uh but even just thinking about it more and more it's like and and knowing there will be a little bit of snow i don't think it'll affect it too much but more or less you still whether it's the hottest year ever or the coolest year ever you you got to take what the course gives you and mm -hmm. Um, kind of feel the ebbs and flows as you go and I think that's where I've gotten caught is just forcing things and mistakes happen and then that's not good and that can cost the big picture so it's just keeping the big picture in mind with uh, not forcing my own mistakes and and but I yeah I'm hopeful that I can still have my best day which I think would could I think I can clip time off of last year yeah so yeah because last year it wasn't a record hot year but it was a hot year it was hot um but last year went really really well yeah. so odds are things may or may not go that well but if things are more favorable then where does it stack up so right on. yeah it'll be interesting so in terms of you know self-induced errors at western states um there is no high in the high country like yeah. are you gonna be like trying to clip off particular splits or are you gonna sort of take it as it comes up there yeah it's tricky because i think some of them are more like free time on splits is early mm -hmm. uh but with that said it's like i think i paid back 2017 snow high country a lot um just falling on the snow a couple times takes a lot out of you put like running at a good clip and then all of a sudden you hit just a soft spot of the snow and you punch through and and just pulling yourself out of the snow now it all adds up to a cumulative effect so if you can just minimize the effort level in the snow yeah. i think the time will be what it is and uh with yeah it goes to trust in the temperature that there will be opportunity later so sort of talking about being efficient on the snow is it what shoes are you gonna wear because uh, that can make a difference yeah. up there um I've been doing most of my training in the Mofati and the SP Goat, uh, and kind of been thinking about it. And I'll probably start in the Speed Goat, um, a little bit of a prototype version of it. Mm -hmm. um, that will be kind of fun. Uh, 
but I'm really confident with the grip in that shoe. Yeah. Uh, I like it. I think it's really predictable. Um, but I'll have both shoes on hand, and I typically change shoes a couple times. You do? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. I, think... I, I like the fresh start of not only new shoes, just dry socks. Dry sock, yeah. uh, and sometimes that can just be like what restarts you um, at an aid station and gets you going. Even again. if it's not a huge you know, physical advantage in terms of having fresh foam or whatever, it's just psychologically a, a refresh. It feels good on your feet. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then maybe just it slows down an aid station a little bit, which might be what you need at the time too. Now, if you're going into an aid station, knowing you're going to change your shoes and socks, do you first quick grab a little food and like, or do you, how, do you, how do you sort of structure an aid station like that? Do you look, approach it any differently? That's a good question. I think, uh, I don't think about it too much. Um, usually I have what I'm picking up pretty simplified. Mm -hmm. So th there's not too much going on. I'm not eating much solid foods out there mm -hmm. uh, at this race. Um, this is also a race that I think kind of is on that edge of getting away without some solid foods. I think just a couple hours longer and yeah, you, you just start to get too hungry. I think last year I some melons and stuff. Yeah. But not uh, not having sandwiches really nice. or stuff like that. No, um it's generally a little too warm for me to get that much down. Gotcha. So obviously you were in great fitness when you ran fifty miles a couple months ago. Uh, how has training gone, gone since then? Yeah, it's been really good. Uh, so it's been, it, it was an eight week stretch in between, um, which gives me time to recover, do a short block, and then get in some, some rest. So things have been kind of stacked closer to the race, but it's gone good. I've gotten my volume up uh, pretty well, not as high as probably years in the past. Mm -hmm. um, do you feel okay with that? Yeah, I think so because I think I've got so many really good blocks that aren't just massive blocks, but so many really good blocks and really good results right now in a row that there's a consistency that um, gives me a lot of confidence. With that. And you feel pretty fresh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm pretty confident I'm not overtrained and I'm coming in in a good spot, which generally will help me like feel good and and really show up on race day. Um, when I really do go for the big blocks, sometimes I show up a bit flat and race day all of a sudden isn't clicking the same way as I think it should or something. And so, yeah, I, I think I'm in a good spot nice. for this year. Now, obviously, it's no surprise for you to come into this as the, the favorite. You're the defending champion. Who do you think is most likely to challenge you out there for the win? Yeah, um... I think this year's fun because it's pretty dynamic. There's really good guys coming in with their debuts, but then you got, for the first time in a while, um, two returning champions on the male side with Ryan Sands. Um, I I train the most and run the most with Jared Hazen, so I know he's going to be there. Yeah. Um, I probably look at him as... Uh, yeah, like no disrespect to everybody else, but I, I think he's going to be the next guy uh, to worry about. I think he's just in really good shape right now. Um, Do you think he's capable of like sub-15 hours? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, his JFK and Lake Sonoma times were really great. And before that, you almost looked at him as a longer, grindier kind of guy. Yeah. And he's clicking some really awesome 50-mile races. And I think... Uh, 
yeah, I mean, I see what he does day in, day out, and uh, he, yeah, he's tough as hell. So I think this course and um, hundred mile distance is really good for him. Yeah. Uh, but then, yeah, you got guys that have really great upside that come in with some faster speed, and and then you have eight of the top ten guys coming back. Yeah. So there's all sorts of diversity, and there'll be a lot of different strategies all on the same day, and it's. Yeah, a bit interesting maybe being in my shoes because uh, it's not just playing chess with one person. It's probably managing a couple different chess games as we're going mm -hmm. along with just my own chess yeah. game with the course. So In that chess game with the course, if you were if you would have the perfect game, can, yeah. you, can you hit 1430? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have hit. <laughs> I'm the only person to hit 1430, and I can, yeah. I can say that this year. Um, but could I hit 14.20? Could I hit 14.10? Could I hit 14? It's like, how greedy do you get? Because then you're really talking about aggressive early splits yeah. because you can't leave time on the table. Mm -hmm. You really have to minimize time through aid stations or skipping aid stations and taking that risk. Uh, yeah, at, at what point are you willing to just yeah. risk so, so much that it's just suicidal? Um, and does it change and, the perspective on that? Like, since you have the current course record, you're just besting yourself? Yeah, <laughs> maybe if, if I find myself getting away, but off pace, it's like, well, relax and take, take things how they are. Like, uh, there's not as much pressure mm -hmm. to pull anything else off. Um, and then in the recent decade plus, I mean, some of the best Western States guys have found a way to win twice or more here, yeah. so... That seems like it would be the the next step, not necessarily the time. So fi figuring out to, but uh, yeah, I think running my best race on the course, I think will set me up to to do really well. Do you think you enjoy any of your time out there? I always do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, and I've actually like I think 2016 was maybe one of my first years out here where I was just like, man, I was running over 10 hours just by myself it was one of the most boring things i've ever done and then now it's like yeah i'm really looking forward to 10 12 or say 14 hours like by myself in my head and the people i see or the people on the course and coming and going through the aid stations but for the most part just uh really comfortable with setting the pace by myself uh being out there but then again i might not be there by myself a lot of this year and uh, yeah, I don't know. I think the way things are right now, I think whether I'm in the front or not, I think I'll still have a bit of an impact on pace setting a bit of just people react. Right on. Well, good luck out there and enjoy yeah, it. Thanks. Appreciate it.